Learning Daf Yud Gimel Amid Beis. We're beginning the bottom of Yud Gimel Amid Aleph, second to last line. Tanur Rabbanu the Raisa says Vahayu. The pasuk says Vahayu. It means Shlikulam Afreya. Vahayu is the way it is. In other words, you have to read the words in order. You can't read it backwards. Then it says Hadvarim Ma'ila Asher Anochim Etzavuch Ayom Al Levavecha. So if you only say the words Hadvarim Al Levavecha, the words have to be on your heart, meaning you have to have Kavana. Yachal, so you would think that call a parasha tzicha kavana that the whole parasha requires kavana. Talmud that's what the pasuk teaches us. Ha'ela says vayu advarim ha'ela. So I can only until here tzicha kavana. We can't ve'lach in tzicha kavana. You only need kavana until here. Until here, Rashi says means until the words alav avecha. Tanya says it means until the end of the pasuk before, meaning v'chalavavachavachonavshachavachomayidacha. But after that, you don't need kavana. Divri Rabbi Eliezer. Amar Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says Rabbi Eliezer. The Basak says that I am going to be mitzavachai. I will be mitzavachai. I will command you. In other words, it sounds like it's referring to what is to come. That has to be alavavacha. So from here you learn that the whole first parish needs kavanah. The whole first parish needs kavanah. Some taught that which Rabbi Barbarachana passed in. That the whole parsha needs kavana, that it wasn't going on what we just said. It was going on. It was going on this. The tiny says in the brayso, When a person reads kavana, he has to have kavana, and it sounds like he has to have kavana for the whole thing. Now the acha he says no. Once he has kavana for the first parak, he doesn't have to have kavana anymore for the second parak. And on that, okay. Tanya then is another brayso. It says v'hayu. Again, don't read out of order. Then it says, Rabbi Zutra says, until here. Rashi says that Rabbi Zutra means the whole first parasha. The whole first parasha where it says the words, there's a mitzvah of kavana. So when you read the first parasha, you must have kavana. After that, the second parasha, there's a mitzvah to read it, but you don't have to have kavana. Rabbi Yishayim, he says, no. Until he'll read the first parasha, you need to read it. But after that, the second parish of you don't have to read it. You have to have a kavana, meaning you can think the words, you don't have to actually read it. So now going, going back to Rabbi Zutra Shita, some of the Gir Samar Mar, Rabbi Zutra Imer. So the Gemara wonders, why is it that from here and on, meaning from the second parish and on, there there's a mitzvah to read the parasha. You see, like it says, right? It says, to speak those words, in other words, to say the words. Well, in the first parasha also, doesn't it say, right? So there shouldn't be a mitzvah of reading the first parasha. So it says, yes, of course. That's what Rabbi Zutra meant to say. Until the end of the first parasha, mitzvah is kavana vikriya. Meaning there's a mitzvah to have kavana, and of course, reading. You have to read it with kavana. You have to read it like it says, and you have to have a kavana like it says, al-levavecha. But after that, the second parasha, Kriya will like kavana, it's enough to read it without kavana, right? Because there it says, lidabrabam. Now, umayishnad kan mitzitz kavana v'kriya resiva al-levavecha. Now, the one is, what's taka dechelek? Why is it that when you read the first parasha, you have to have kavana also, together with reading it, like it says, al-levavecha, v'dibaratabam, but hasam nami, but there too, haksiv, it says, al-levavchem and lidabrabam. So why don't you say you need Kriya and Kavana? So the says, no, who we violate that which it says there, Alavavchem. So that is needed for what Yitzchak says. Look at Yitzchak. You should place these words, Alavavchem. What are these words referring to? 
place the word meaning the place the words in the parasha, the words in the parasha of the tefillin in the tefillin next to your heart. In other words, this pasuk is telling you where the tefillin have to sit. These words that are in the tefillin have to sit Not that when you read the words of the parasha, you have to read it with kavana. So the first parasha, you have to read it with kavana. The second parasha, you have to read it, but you don't have to read it with kavana. That's Rav Yisrael. Where he says on Kan Mitzvah's Kriya, the first parasha you have to read. We can look after that. The second parasha Mitzvah's Kavana, you have to have a Kavana, but you don't have to actually read it. So now Ma'ishim be Kan Veilach Mitzvah's Kavana. So what's the reason why the second parasha needs Kavana? Mishum Gesugah that says Alav Amchem. Hachanami. So also in the first parasha, Ksiv it says Alav Avacha. So what's the difference? So where it says Hachikam Hachanami. That's what he's saying. Adkan to the end of the first parasha, it says Kriya Kavana. You have to have Kriya. You have to read it and have Kavana. But after that, the second parasha, you have to have kavana. You can even be mahar here, but you don't have to actually read it. Now, what's the reason why? You know, what's the chilek? Why adkan mitzvah kriya until the end of the first parasha? There's a mitzvah of kriya and kavana. Hasanami in the second parasha, he doesn't even say alavavchem and ledabravam. So he says, no, who? That which is as in the second parasha, ledabravam bedivaytayrak. See, that's referring to Torah, not the mitzvah of kriyashma. The mitzvah of kriyashma. There's no Ladav Rebam. You don't have to read that parasha when it comes to Kriyashma. You can think it. But regarding Torah, this is what the Torah is saying. Teach your sons Torah so that they should be familiar with the words. They should be able to you know, rattle off the words of Torah. They should just know them so well that they could talk in the words of Torah. But actually, to be Mekhaim, it's enough to be Meharher, just to be Mechavin, the second parasha. Okay, Tan Ravanan, it says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad. Ad Khan, that one pasuk, Tricha Kavana Salev, you need to have Kavana Salev, Zel. Tricha Kavana Salev needs to be, you said the first pasuk, Divir Yavimer. Amar Rava, Alacha Kriyavimer. So according to Rava, you only need to have Kavana when you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad. Tanya, so that brings a bride. So Sumchus Aimer, Cholamarich Bechad, anybody who's a Marich Bechad, when he says the word Echad, he says it very long. Marich Liyama, which nice, they're going to extend his days and his. Years means he's going to have full days and many years of life. But he has to be marich in the Dalit. In other words, if he's going to say echa before he says the Dalit, he hasn't said anything yet. So you don't have to be marich until you get to the Dalit. When you're saying the Dalit, that's when you want to be marich. And nonetheless, provided he doesn't cut off the ches, meaning don't say, Rashi says, don't make the echad, don't just say echad, then just quickly. Um, shorten the uh, the pronunciation of the ches to get to the dalad. It's to properly pronounce echad, and then there's an Indian to be marich on the dalad if you can. Rabbi Yirmiya, as the shaila today, how you marich in the dalad, the way you pronounce it. Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yosef, Kamed, Rabbi Chiyabarabba, Rabbi Yirmiya was sitting once before Rabbi Chiyabarabba. Chazi Dava marich too, and he saw he was being marich for a long time. He was saying echad, and he was just going on and on with that dalad. He said to him, listen, once your mom Hashem, uh, up above and down below and in the four directions of the Shemayim. In other words, if you had in mind that Hashem Echad or Shemayim Uvaretz and in all the four directions, so you don't have to have any more Kavana. That's all you have to do. You have to say the word Echad, Bimarech and Dalad, long enough to think that Hashem is Echad, Lamala, Lamata, and Larbuchas Shemayim, Mesuat. The words or the Pasuk of Alav Avecha, you have to say standing. What does that mean? Alav Avecha, Salkataitach. The words al that's what he's talking about, that's what you think he's saying. Ella'imarali, he must have been saying, Ad al Bamida. Until you say the words al you have to stand. Meaning, even the Allah is, you can say Kriyashma when you're walking, like we saw before in the Braisa, but 
you have to stop until the words the kind of afterwards you can start walking you don't have to be stopping it's not enough to stop walking until the words you have to stop and read the whole first parasha this is I never see Rabbi Mekabal Malchus Shemaim. Rashi explains that Rabbi used to have his shear. The shear would start before the Zman of Kriyashma and it would go right through, and he never saw him stop. So the Gemara says that Amr Lay, that Rabbi Chia said back to Rav Bar Pachti, Bar Pachti means the son of Gedolim, Rav was the son of great people. He told them, at the moment when he passes his hand over his face, which is actually the Makar that we cover our eyes when we say Kriyashma, when Revi, during the Shir, passes his hand over his face, at that moment he's on himself And that's, like we said before, that all he did was that one Pasuk, and he was able to stand quickly when he covered his eyes during the Shir. Now the Gemara wonders, So did he go back later and finish it off? Meaning, he said, during that Zaman of the Shir, during the Zaman of Kriyashma. Was he mashing it later? Or after the Shir, or not? Or was he not going with it after the Shir? He never actually finished it. He was just uh, mistabic with that one pasuk. And Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Aimer, Shimon, Rabbi said, no, he could actually finish it. Rabbi said, Rabbi said, it's good according to me that I say that he wouldn't go back and finish it. So all he would ever end up saying is that first pasuk. So Rabbi was always mahader. He always tried to have some shmaita to give some shuga, to see, teach some teaching that had Yitzhiya time in it. Apparently every shiur Rabbi would give, he would always say something about Yitzhiya Svitzayim. So what he was trying to do was, he wanted to mention Yitzhiya Svitzayim because he wasn't going to be reading the parasha of Oyemer. He was just saying Shema Yisrael. El Adidach, but according to Yudah, that you say, he finished the rest of Kriyashma later, so he was going to read later on Oyemer. So so why did he try to find something about Yitzhiya Svitzayim during this year? Because he wanted to mention Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim at the Zman, Rashi says, at the Zman of Kriyashvash. If a person says that first Pasuk, and then he's overcome with sleep, he's exhausted, he can't focus, as long as he said Shema Yisrael, the first Pasuk, he's Yitzhiyat. The Rav Nachman told his Eved, Daru, when I read the first Pasuk, and you look at him, and it looks like I'm dozing, meaning, wake me up, make sure I'm awake and I'm focused. But after I look at Tzaren, if you see me um, dozing and reading the words half-sleeping, don't be, don't be Mitzaren me, let me sleep. In other words, as long as I was able to be awake and have Kavana for the first Pasuk, I can just uh, say the rest of it while I'm sort of half-asleep. If Yeshua said to Rabbi, what did your father used to do? He told me, same thing, whenever he read the first himself. he pained himself to make sure that he'll be wide awake. But more than that, he didn't pain himself, and if he would be half asleep and not really be so that was fine. In other words, the Yikr Kavana was for the first passage.
Amr of Yosef, Prakht on the Yikra Kriyashma, Prakht on a person lying on his back, some say lying on his face, others say lying on his back, with Yikra Kriyashma, he's not allowed to read Kriyashma. So you might wonder, it's only that he's not allowed to read Kriyashma. Amigna Shapur, that means to lie like that is okay. But Rabbi Shuab and Levi lie at the Mandagania Park. Didn't Rabbi Shuab and Levi curse a person who would lie on his back? As she says, because there's a concern that he'll have a kishri of his aver and will be a bizayin. Others say that it might lead him to be mighty Zerah Whatever it is, that's a problem in and of itself. What does it have to do with Kriyashma? So obviously they say, the Peshat is like this, Migna Kimatsli Shapur Dami. To lie on your back when you're tilted over, when you're leaning over to one side a little bit. So in terms of the Allah of Rishob and Levi, that's okay. But Mikra, but to read Kriyashma, Avagav the Matzah Yam even though you're leaning a little bit, it's still Aser. Meaning it's still considered Prakhtan, the Gavi Kriyashma, because it's just a disrespectful way of reading Kriyashma, it's Derek Haiva. Didn't Rabbi Yechelen do that? Didn't he lean a little bit to his side and read Kriyashma? Or then his back? No. Shiny Rabbi Yechelen is different. The Balbasar, he was a Balbasar, he had a lot of flesh, meaning he was very heavy, and it was very, very difficult for him to sit up, and therefore they were Mekel. And that's the Lacha. It's disrespectful to read Kriyashma like that. If it's very hard for a person, so then you can lean over a little bit to the side and read Kriyashma. And we said in the Mishnah about Prakim Shayel that between Prakim, you could be Shayel. Rabbi Meir said you could be Shayel Mipnei HaKavayid Umeshev. And Be'emta, you could be Shayel Mipnei Yiromeshev. So when it says, Meshev Machmas, he's responding because of what? Meaning he gave Shalom Mipnei HaKavayid. And he's made sure because of what? If he's only responding to somebody out of covered. So hash to Mishal Shal. But now you said already that he could be Mishal Shail, he could be Shail with Shal, meaning he can give Shal to somebody else out of covered. So isn't it needless to mention that he can respond? If you can actually initiate and say Shalom Aleichem to somebody, certainly if somebody says to him Shalom Aleichem, it's, of course he can respond. El, it's got to be that he can be Shail with Niyakavid, he can be Shail, he can say Shalom Aleichem to somebody else out of covered. And he can respond, he can return Shalom to anybody who gives him Shalom. Anyway, so then go on to the Seifa. He says, if in the middle of the parak, he can be Shayel up near He can only be Shayel out of Yira, somebody he was afraid of. He's Mukhayev to have Yira for. And he can respond. Who's your Meshiv to? Meshiv Machmas are responding because of what? If it again means the same person, he could be Shayel up near Meshiv. But again, it's redundant. Hash to Mishal Shayel. If now you're saying he could be Shayel, he could initiate. To give shalom to the person isn't it needless to mention that he could respond when he gives him shalom? Ella, it's got to be that covered that he could be shayel that person he can give shalom but he could respond even if it's only somebody who he has to give covet to, not somebody he has to fear. So then the chayra, if we read the mission that way, that's how much Rabbi Huda says. In other words, we just explained to be mayor the same way Rabbi Huda the time of Huda in the middle of a parak, shayim mipniyah yira umeishiv mipniyah kavid. Uaprakim in between prakim, shayim mipniyah kavid umeishiv shalom kolanim. So then it's not machlekes. So we explained Rabbi Meir in the way that it made sense to us. But then it's Mamish saying the same as Rabbi Yehuda. So we can't explain Rabbi Meir that way. So what do we do? So we say chesirah mechsa. The Mishnah is missing a little bit. This is how the Mishnah needs to be read. But prakim in between prakim, shayim mipniyah kavid. You can give shalom to somebody out of kavid, even if there's no yira for him. And needless to mention that you could respond. Because since he gives you shalom, it's, uh, it's you know, common decency to be meishiv. And in the the words that we're adding in is ain't sarach leimar. In other words, it's needless to mention. You're right, it's needless to mention. The mission is saying needless to mention you could respond. You can even initiate. When you're in the middle of a barrack, you can only be shalom, you can only initiate out of fear. Somebody needs a fear. But ain't sarach leimar, and needless to mention that uh, you could respond. 
Right? You can return his shalom if he gave you shalom. If you could initiate, certainly you could respond. Yehuda says no. In the middle, you can be shalom You can initiate out of yira and you can respond even out of kavod. And in between prakim, you can be shalom You can initiate out of kavod for somebody. You can respond to return shalom to anybody.